Welcome to Little Side Note with Maya and Win. So today we're gonna talk about something that is well probably happen happening a lot in Cambo in general, mm-hmm. and people just shove it off as if as if it's like nothing, as if it's like normal. Mm-hmm. Um. So that is gaslighting. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Specifically, <laughs> not people gaslighting you, but you gaslighting yourself. Yeah. Basically, self-blame. I think mm. um, Maya has experienced this a lot. Like, because <laughs> one like, of my friends yeah. asked if I have imposter syndrome after hearing so how I gaslight mm-hmm. myself so much. Because mm-hmm. as we've known, like from our previous episodes, right, that you've talked about. Um, you try to be the perfect daughter all the time. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. And I feel like you often gaslight yourself a lot. And <laughs> that's not healthy. Like, not, not many people know that they're gaslighting themselves as well. Mm-hmm. How, do, like, how would you define gaslighting? It's like... Hmm, it's more like... Uh, I blame myself for whatever it is. For example, like, no matter if, let's say, a relationship or something like that, like, it's not your fault that somebody broke up with you or something like that, you know? Mm. And then you're blaming yourself, Mm. like, oh, maybe it's me, I did something wrong. Or, like, when you're, you know, like, back in high school and then you Mm. are trying to ace it, but then you couldn't quite get, like, get that score that you wanted. You're like, oh, like, I'm the problem. I didn't study hard enough. Like, like you beat yourself over it when, in reality, it's, it's not your fault. Mm. I guess it's like, you're beating yourself over the stuff that you cannot control. Mm-hmm. And then you can't really let go because it's like, in a world of possibilities, you're like, well, it could happen in the future, or like it could happen if I tried a little bit harder, or if I didn't do this, maybe like something like in the situation wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I really. Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing for people is to kind of identify that they're gaslighting themselves. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I question if it's gaslighting or self-reflection. Mm. Like, I think you need to take responsibility of your own actions sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And but there's like such a thin line where you could cross it without noticing mm-hmm. that you're actually gaslighting instead of self-reflecting. Mm-hmm. I would say it's obvious when it's gaslighting when it's something that, like you said, like you can't control it, but then. Mm. you're beating yourself over it like um for instance you might have like uh depression and stuff like that and you're beating yourself over like why can't why can't i get out of bed like is something wrong with me am i not like fixable you know yeah and that's you gaslighting yourself like it no (laughs) that's not a healthy (laughs) way to to kind of think but at the same time, I do think that uh, our society doesn't really care mm. about that. Yeah, I don't think that our society cares much about it. It's more like 
I don't know if this is just my conception of Campbells. Maybe I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I always generally feel like most Campbell people always try to talk in a way that they're right. Mm. Like mm. they would want themselves to be right. You really rarely ever see anyone being super duper humble. Mm. Humble. Mm. I don't know why I said humble. <laughs> yeah. And I think in a way, it's because we grew up in a household that was kind of like always saying that if we're not trying hard enough, then that's our fault, right? If mm. you know, like we we're, we're too lazy to do all these. Stuff like if you try hard enough, you would achieve it. So in a sense, our brain is wired to think that if it's not some, if if we can't achieve that thing that we wanted, then mm-hmm. we are the problem. I have a okay. I, at this point, I've already accepted that as just part of my personality trait or like <laughs> one of my characteristics that I am just lazy. I mm. don't like doing a lot of stuff, and I like doing things. The easy way or the shortcut mm. way, because I would prefer laying in bed instead of going out to the gym or like doing something productive. Mm-hmm. And my family still thinks that why are you so lazy? Why are you so lazy? I'm like, seriously, it's been like what over fifteen, uh, eighteen years now. Don't you think mm-hmm. it's probably just part of me at this rate? Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't throw away stuff that's important. Mm-hmm. It's just stuff that I don't think is important. That's why I'm like, yeah, I could be lazy on that. Mm. So um, I saw a TikTok that says there's no such thing as laziness. There's mm. only something like you are not motivated enough to do that kind of thing. Well, to be fair, some things are really boring. Yeah. Like, like you. I think it also comes back to priorities. Like, mm. if you have. It as a really high priority, then you would probably do it. Like I remember, okay, my I prioritize taste of food, so I would drive like two, three hours sometimes for a restaurant, and then wait another mm. two hours in line just to go eat there, which doesn't make sense. If I were really truly lazy about every single thing, I could have mm. easily gone like food next door to my house and then mm. be like, okay, it's done, I'm full, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Well, yeah, like you're motivated to get to try new food, so in a sense, yeah, it's, it ties yeah, together. Like, yeah, yeah. So, um, I was just asked. I wanted to ask, like, uh, how do you usually like talk to yourself when you're like you did something wrong? Not something wrong, but like if there was a situation that you were blaming yourself, like. I don't think I have a very good <laughs> way of letting go. So even mm. if my, I personally know that what's best for me is to let go, stop mm-hmm. thinking about it. There's no point in thinking about it because it's already happened. And the more you think about it, the more you're wasting time not doing the stuff you want to do. But mm. of course, my mind is not my control. <laughs> so these thoughts keep coming back to me. Even though I know they're detrimental to my health, and it's not so, not something that I need in the mm-hmm. moment, it it just flies in, and you can't control it. And all I could do is let it continuously go over in my head. And I don't really talk to myself much. I feel like the most I've talked to myself was since quarantine. Like, mm. always felt like oh, life was a little bit difficult. 
in a mm-hmm. sense because you know I can't help comparing how easy other people have it compared to me. Mm-hmm. But I realized in some aspects I am luckier than them. I um like good friends, good people mm-hmm. that you don't really notice until like you get robbed like you kind of get robbed of it when you're mm-hmm. in the pandemic. I didn't get to see these people. I had the audacity to just pop into my friend's apartment without thinking a second thought like, "Oh, oh my god, she might not like it if I just pop in, but I could just like mm. go in and I know that she doesn't give a shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I don't really have maybe maybe I don't notice it, but I usually self-blame myself when I'm like overthinking it. Like mm. um I I keep telling myself like I'm so sick of living like my sleeping schedule is like fucked up. I don't know mm. what to do with my assignment. I really want to mm. go to the gym, but mm. I don't have all that motivation and then every night I'm like I'm so sick of myself. Like when can I get my life together and stuff like that. And mm. It's like two people in my brain scolding each other. For me, I don't really have that problem because to me I my priority is hanging out with my friends and because mm. I overthink a lot I will not have peace of mind hanging out with my friends when I have assignments undone. Mm. So you see like how the way the process is like my reward is peace when I'm done with my assignment. So mm. that motivates me to finish my assignments early, plan it out and then it means like oh if my friends suddenly want to call me and grab boba at 11 p.m. I can easily say okay let's go cuz I'm done with my stuff and health wise I have my own rule because I have I don't know if it's a sensitive stomach mm. but it's like um if I skip a meal um I get what is, what is chal in English like I don't know gas or something it's not gas no it's more like like you feel Uh, like you might vomit, you don't feel great. So mm. my rule is, I do not skip a meal. My and I, my internal clock is work is quite good when I was still in school. Mm. At exactly eleven, I need to eat because my stomach rumbles, and I don't want to have a stomach rumbling like in class. That's the worst thing that I could imagine. So I will eat even if it's like something small, just so that mm. um I can push through. Mm-hmm. and that habit sort of gives somewhat of a healthy living in my sense <laughs> where i eat three meals a day and my rule is if it's past 10 p.m. i don't give a shit anymore mm. even if it's exams even if it's assignment i'm going to sleep i don't care about it anymore you have much better discipline than i have like i feel like my whole sleeping schedule fucks it up for me <laughs> like uh no, but maybe Maybe because now that I have to like kind of like cook for myself and living with mm. my brother, then I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't want to cook. But then it ends up me be like starving, and I'm like, it's okay, I can wait. Not now, I can starve. And I know it's a bad habit, but mm. yeah. Um, my trick around that when I was living with my aunt and she was busy handling a lot of place, a lot of like. um stores so she barely mm. had time to cook or like have food on her table so i would often go to um h mart and get those you know korean side dishes oh they could oh. they could actually be left for a good week sometimes you know because you keep them in the uh in the fridge mm. 
Mm-hmm. So like my go-to would always be potato salad, uh, marinated eggs. So just and like powdered miso soup. Mm-hmm. So if I'm ever lazy to cook, my food priority is solved within two minutes. Food is already in the fridge. I just need to take it out. I can cook rice. Like you usually, you will probably have rice on the stove yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like just rice with egg, just to fill your stomach. Sometimes it's not about taste, just about. Your internal clock, then mm-hmm. that's one of the stuff that I would prefer if you're like struggling with food. <laughs> But I do know that you have random cravings at random times, so I don't yeah. know if you would be fine it, with that. It, it's somehow like I'm a pregnant woman, always craving this and that, and maybe, <laughs> maybe I just not. I I don't have discipline. <laughs> I mean, I think it gets better over time. Like mm-hmm. right, plus right now you are one year younger than me too. Like, over time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then again, my parents are strict, so it's yeah. like it's different. And I didn't rebel much. I just kind of mm. accepted this lifestyle. So like it embedded in me till this day. I still wake up like either before six or at six. I don't wake up after six. I go to sleep at six. <laughs> yeah, but you you have to also um, take into consideration where you have anxiety when you sleep. Mm. I don't. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, only recently experienced anxiety from sleep when the pandemic happened, and like sometimes in these past few months, I did have trouble sleeping. Mm. Um, I don't know if I should recommend this, but. Melatonin gummies really do work. Yeah, knock you out. The doctor prescribed me melatonin pills, but like I took mm. it, it it made me drowsy, but not not enough for me to completely shut down and go to sleep. Bruh, no, that's <laughs> the thing. You need to also try to fall asleep yourself. Yeah, it, yeah, like both ways. Like if, I, even I, if I take the gummies and then I don't try to fall asleep, then it won't work. Mm-hmm. I tried doing that, but it ended up being like a nap, and then I woke like. Four, five hours later. Mm, my friend who has amnesia, I recommended mm. it to him, and he was like, "It was this is a horrible thing because the label actually mm. says don't don't use this as a cure for amnesia, uh, amnesia, um, insomnia, insomnia, yeah, yeah, insomnia." But he took it almost every night for a week because he was having so much trouble sleeping, and then I had to cut him off. I need to like I took the gummies from him. And make oh, sure God. that he didn't have he didn't take it anymore, because yeah. it was during a stressful time. He was mm. also trying to graduate early with us, mm. so he was taking more credits than he should have. Why? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you need you need life balance is hard. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Um, I don't. Maybe it's just my way of um. Doing things as well, like I only work on my assignments at night. Like when I work mm. on it in the morning, I hate it. Mm. So it ends up me be working at night all the time till morning. That's when I sleep. Mm. For me, I I used to don't know how much the workload is. Mm-hmm. So I. Do stuff quite early because I have the anxiety of not finishing on time. You already know mm. I'm like mm. yeah. strict yeah. on time. You gotta be yeah. on time. I hate being late. I've never asked for an extension. Mm. It is 
something I take pride in. <laughs> but um, with it does like comes with like really bad, like something that's like, I remember I had an argument with one of my close friends, and mm-hmm. we didn't talk for over two months, mm-hmm. because um, yeah, she was like two hours late, and her personality, her characteristic is she is always late. I should have mm-hmm. gotten used to it. But the difference was, um, I made sure she she promised me to get there on time. I made sure mm. she requests uh, like I requested for her to make sure that you will get to that specific place at that specific mm. time on that specific day, mm-hmm. because it was one of the last few days before winter break, and I won't be mm. seeing her all break like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. So like really plan this meticulously because it was a rare occasion where I got every all nine people together. Mm, in the yeah. first sem- in the entire semester, so I was like, "Oh my, come on, come on, please make sure you guys get here." And everyone else did get there and follow mm-hmm. through with their promise, but my friend was like, "Nah." <laughs> yeah, so I got really pissed at one time, but it worked out, I guess. Mm. Mm. Um, I wanted to talk about imposter syndrome. I think at this age, like twenty ish. Uh, when you're in uni, I think everyone kind of feels uh, that imposter syndrome. Even I do. Like I feel like, uh, you know, I like watch YouTube and stuff. Like software engineering people get getting jobs at Google, Facebook, whatever, Amazon, and they like they graduate from the same degree that I'm gonna graduate with. But I feel like I mm. couldn't. Like the information does doesn't retain in my head. And I actually don't know what yeah. I'm doing. Mm. And then, like, I watch interview videos of like them um, telling me to like do some coding exercises and stuff like that. I went to that website. It says easy, but I'm like, how mm. the fuck do I solve this? Mm. Yeah. So. So, yeah. I feel like it's probably like math problems at some point. You just gotta get used to mm. finding your own way of solving it. And it just takes a lot of practice, which is time-consuming and differs per person too. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to find that sweet spot where oh, you know, you've done enough to be able to like snap, 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 be able to solve this, that, that, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, like, sometimes I'm like, sometimes I I think I'm in the wrong degree. <laughs> so, it, it, but like at Do- this point, it's like too late to change my degree. But even if I wanted to change my degree, what would I change it to? You know. Mm. So I have two examples of that from my, like my experience of meeting different people. Mm-hmm. So some of my friends who are like four or five years older than us, mm. they're still in undergrad because, like like you right now, they realized that they were in the wrong degree, mm-hmm. and they actually switched. A lot of times, one of them mm. went from doctor to computer science to marketing to finance, oh and he just finished um, last year same time as me. Mm. Um, and actually, he was actually one of the top students in our high school. Mm. Like, yeah. Oh. So he found out his passion was more on the business side. So, like, instead of going into the wild and not knowing for sure what you want to do. Mm-hmm. He took the risk and kept switching. Mm-hmm. The other one, also in like four or five years older than us, 
she started with interior design because she liked art because you know here you can't really fully do art yeah yeah and then she switched to studio art i think now and mm-hmm. she's more content and happier with her degree right now she does what she loves and i keep seeing her posting about it on social media I don't know what her career plan is, but at least she's learning and adapting mm-hmm. to what she loves. Whereas um, one of our friend actually just texted me the other day saying she's also doing finance, but she realizes that it's something that she doesn't want to do. Mm. So yeah, she she was questioning her degree, um, and she was like, "Okay, I'll just." hold my tongue and finish it because it's too late to mm-hmm. say no now it's only like a semester away from finishing yeah it's the same with me like i feel like it's too late to regret it now <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i'm gonna finish soon anyway so if i wanted to start another degree then i'll just do that after i finish this one degree mm. so yeah. yeah um what would you like give advice to the people who like always constantly blaming themselves? Mm. I um I'm not sure honestly. Uh <laughs> Yes, because I have tried <laughs> reminding myself to not blame mm. myself and I know how hard it is to shut down that inner voice. I guess just let it just accept that you're in that position right now and your head just needs its t- own time to think mm-hmm. it through and you're not to blame for how you feel right now because that's the way mm-hmm. you feel there's no logic to feelings you can't explain it to stop feeling it's hard mm-hmm. your brain understands it but your heart doesn't it's it's difficult mm-hmm. when you know like um, whatever you're doing is not your fault but then there's always that what if question like what if i was actually actually the one who yeah. like hurt that person or what if i tried harder or you know and then it causes you blaming yourself for the thing that you shouldn't be blamed for mm-hmm. like sometimes i do have random thoughts if what if that friendship worked mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. what if um i mm. was more there for mm. specific people what if i wasn't so worried about being the image of the perfect mm-hmm. daughter maybe a lot of things would have been different mm-hmm. but i feel like everyone tends to overthink about mm-hmm. it too it's like it's not just me there's so many memes about it like you're in the shower and you're thinking about what you should have said to this <laughs> kid that was sh- that was like bitching something mm. to you like five mm. years ago then you're like oh i should have said this um <laughs> it's hmm. uh i would say this is also a difficult thing to do with yourself blaming yourself like if you're like me and your life is pretty fucked up try to get better i guess like try to make routines and like self-discipline and then you'll probably feel better after that like oh my life is normal like a little bit normal now so maybe you would stop overthinking as much 
but then again it's a difficult thing to do because I still haven't figured it out yet so yeah yeah guess it's also a habit mm. yeah like you, I can't say that I'm happy mm-hmm. that I'm not doing as much as I mm-hmm. want to mm-hmm. right now I am in somewhat of a position to say that I'm living quite healthily compared to mm-hmm. most people but um, I cannot say that I'm at the peak yeah. right now. Like, I could have... I'm sure if I really had that much self-discipline, I would be easily able to exercise, mm. balance my life, have my own self-discipline of learning new skills, mm. which that one I'm really struggling with because I really hate online learning. Yeah. <sighs> I really hate it. Like, an hour feels like five. Mm. <laughs> really That's why I, I don't... Um, uh, mm-hmm. For the people who listen to us, please don't do this. But I never go on to, like, online lectures or online tutorials. I just wait for them to drop the assignment and then I Google search. <laughs> the assignment doing... Oh, um... Don't worry. Same. I had a an AIMS mm-hmm. class, which is, uh, what was it called? It a information tech information mm-hmm. system mm-hmm. class, and I remember like, oh, that professor nags so much. We can't go join the actual mm-hmm. class, but he has a he has a schedule where he explains the concept via mm-hmm. slides, and then he will ask us to do the assignment, which is pretty much explained in mm-hmm. the slides. So. And then he actually shows how to do it. And then he assigns the actual stuff that he actually did as our homework. So I would just check the last part. And I would not learn about the concept at all. I'm like, eh, F this. <laughs> uh, well, you know Stack Overflow. Other than that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but, oh yeah, yeah. But, like, mine was just mainly Excel stuff. So I didn't have to use Stack Overflow. But Stack Overflow like, is eh. my tutor, my lecturer. <laughs> mm. Dude, don't even start with me this morning. I was stressing oh, for two hours, wondering why can't I properly open my Jupyter notebook? Why is NumPy not being imported? Why is there this error? And then I go to Stack Overflow. Mm. There was so many suggestions like, oh, doing the uh, exclamation mark pip import, mm. it'll help. And then it did help. But then when I had to import pandas, I cannot import pandas. And I'm like, oh my god, what did I do wrong? And then I had to go through the beginning of the course yeah, again to yeah. see how they properly open yeah. it. And then I realized, you know what? It took me two hours mm. to figure out. I was missing one slash. And I rewrote mm. the code five <laughs> times. I kept missing one slash. That could have changed my life entirely. I could have avoided that error. I even went to the extent where... I went on to Apple and questioned if there was an update that mm. I didn't know about and my computer updated and then it, it wasn't loading the correct mm. Python file anymore. Then I checked the version. Wait, it is version 3. I'm not using version 2. Why is this not working? It's the same. Like, <laughs> Do I wanted to cry? I, you know, I had to restart uh. my assignment two times. Like, I had to code the whole thing two times. Like, a whole fucking website. Like, I restarted two times. Like, it... With with coding, it's easier to just, like, scratch that. I'll just redo it, you know, because it, it's so yeah. frustrating yeah, to, exactly. like, hmm, look at errors and be like, hmm, what am I missing here? 
You know what? I'll just type it again. It's like, yeah, it's like finding Voldo. Yeah. You don't know, but except for you don't even know what Voldo <laughs> looks like. <laughs> yeah, so majority of coding is just debugging code. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. I officially hate Jupyter Notebook <laughs> after today. <sighs> even though it was typing my fault, I'm like, bro, if you were really that smart, you could have just told me where I had the yeah. error and could have like helped me fix it. Not like me trying to go through all this code. Like, shouldn't computer have the ability to do all this already? Yeah, but then computers are made by humans as well, so they're not as smart as you think they are. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if I'm smart enough to code something now. It's okay. <laughs> like, I'm like, dumb. Oh, uh, how am I gonna I teach something to um, be smart? Jupiter notebook, uh, pandas, numpy, and stuff like that. It didn't make sense to me. Mm. Either. Like, I hated that fucking course. I just, I'm just like. I can't wait to finish this semester so I don't have to take it anymore. So when I saw you studying that, I'm like, good luck. <laughs> Dude, the sad thing is, although I'm doing this with my mentor mm-hmm. once, I just found out today that they assigned somewhat of the exact same course, like they're covering the same topics, but instead of using Zero to Mastery, mm-hmm. which is the course that mm-hmm. I'm using, they're using DataCamp. So I literally have to go through each video and relearn everything and do the assignment all over again and restart my torture because it's required before I start um, my classes and before orientation. So I'm like, I, I thought I finished this terrible, terrible space, but apparently I had to restart it from scratch. Even though I kind of get mm-hmm. the concepts, yeah, I can't say I'm yeah. a pro at it, but I'm like, I kind of understand it when I went through it, but now I have to go through it again with projects and assignments. I'm gonna the problem cry. with me is more like I know what to do and I have an idea in my head of what I should do, but it never works out. Mm. It's just the computer thinks differently <laughs> than you. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of accounting where I could not understand which one is mm. credit and which one mm-hmm. is debit sometimes because it's like, it's a matter of understanding how the money flows in each type of thing that you call it. So it's like, oh, this account, it is an asset. So that means it's what you have. So when you do it, when you categorize it under credit, it means it's taking out of your asset. So it should be minus. But if you don't have a strong core of it, you're going to confuse saying that, well, yeah, uh, debit and credit is like plus and minus. But if you're in like uh, a liabilities account, because a liabilities means you are losing something, you, sh- you should enter it in the debit side, meaning it's, it's increasing the liability. So it flips. You get confused if you don't understand the main concepts correctly. I feel like our podcast is turning into a mini lecture. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just like, I, it, today was the day that I started learning mm. again after like a good week and a half of doing focusing on my side mm. business and i realized i don't know jack shit imposter yeah, maybe imposter I mean, syndrome hitting at this hard. point i'm like so done with studying but uh, i still <laughs> have like another semester to go so oh well don't worry bro 
I have another three semesters to go. I don't know why you chose to torture yourself, but yeah, okay. Good luck. You know yeah. why. You know. You know very well why. <laughs> yep. So for freedom, my friend, for freedom. So um, mm-hmm. we're gonna wrap up this episode uh, before we mm. turn into professors. Um, <laughs> so um, if you're listening to this podcast, follow us on uh, Instagram Little Side Note Podcast, YouTube and Facebook is Little Side Note the Podcast, and we also have a Spotify which is Little Side Note the Podcast as well. And you can email us anything at littlesignal at gmail.com yep and um, for advice is this episode is I would say that um, I don't know honestly because telling people to stop overthinking <laughs> is difficult but uh, go easy on yourself yeah. basically yeah. Mm. it's a process yeah um, but you'll get also, I'm gonna plug our podcast in this episode. If you are having trouble um, with the issue that we talked about today, go listen to our sixth episode, which is self love. Mm. <laughs> oh, talking about self love, we also want to shout out to one of the local uh, Cambo entrepreneur in Aussie mm. right now. Um, the store on Instagram is called. Tropable, mm-hmm. so check it out. It's a lot of cute stuff yes. promoting self love and he- uh, mental health cute awareness. Like us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. As always, stay safe and take care. Bye bye. Bye.